to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You're listening to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket. No Jake Bakovin this week. No Jake Bakovin next week. And no Jake Bakovin for a couple days of the week after that. He is in Omaha for the College World Series. He's setting up for it. Should be a blast. We're actually going to find out here in a few minutes between UConn and Stanford. I guess I should say a couple hours. So they're in the bottom of the third. Stanford trailing by one to UConn. Our stage is almost set for the College World Series. So that'll be a fun one in Omaha here starting on Friday. So that is where Bach is. But Strick is still here. I'm still filling in at the moment. And we're going to be joined by Steve Sippel of Early Break on 3 Sports. Sip, how you doing, man? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? We're doing all right. We're hanging Good, in there. Sip. Yeah, we're doing all right. And we're kind of still trying to process. I'm assuming you've already saw Sip and you probably have your thoughts. And that's one of the big conversations that we want to have is Cade McIntyre a few minutes ago, maybe about an hour ago now, has officially committed to Oklahoma. So the Fremont, Nebraska native three-star athlete, he has officially committed to Oklahoma. Sip, would you say – this is an indication of where Nebraska recruiting is, where the program is, or is it just he sees more opportunities at Oklahoma? Well, that's an interesting development. Um, I, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard for me to say at this moment that Nebraska's struggling with its recruiting. I mean, it's it's done very well in state this in this class. Um. And, and if you look at Frost's track records in state, I mean, it's strong. I mean, not I get it. There's there's Omaha kids at the top of the ratings um, in last. In, I guess it was last year's class that you know that chose other schools. But by and large, all you got to do is do the research um, as far as Frost's tenure here. It's been strong. I I think there's a lot of factors, and not and you know I haven't I haven't seen what Cade said, so I don't know exactly what his deal is, but it's not. I, I don't overreact to these things as much as a lot of people do. Um, it it it's gonna happen. I mean, not every Oklahoma kid goes to Oklahoma, you know. Um, so I it it's interesting. It's it's interesting to me for sure. Um, but it's hard for me to sit here and say right now. Nebraska's doing a bad job recruiting or doing a bad job recruiting in-state. Sip, uh, quick question. It's kind of a two-parter. One would be football-related, and then one would be basketball-related. But the first part of the football-related question is, when you look at the the program in itself, right, um, they were very heavy in the transfer portal this year. And some of the things I've talked to Bach about, but I really would like your perspective on, is – that with a heaviness in that department this year, I felt that they can't have another heavy year in the transfer portal. They got to be building foundational pieces to be able to build on, right, so that it doesn't topple over in any form or fashion, so that you can begin to build a ground-up philosophy and also put together um, and, and getting your identity established. And those have to come from those younger younger players. And you have to be able to retain them and keep them and keep them happy. What is your thought about that part of it? And then I'll ask you the second one. Okay. 
Yeah, everybody's looking, Eric, for a healthy mix, right? Right now, Nebraska Nebraska's heavy on the portal side. Fifteen players from the transfer portal, three from junior colleges. It's not going to be like that all the time. I, I don't think it can be, but I'll tell you what. I've heard it suggested by, oh, let's just say people that are probably smarter than me and when it comes to roster management, that what if the number's 10 from the portal every year? What if, it, you know, what if it's 8 to 10? Can you still build a foundation? I'd say yeah. Yeah, that's, that was my thought too. You've got to be careful. Yeah. There's got to be a healthy mix. Yeah. It's not always going to be 18 transfers. Right. But right now there was, I, I think, well, obviously Scott and that staff saw a need. Scott verbalized in November his plan. His plan was to go heavy into the portal and the junior colleges to help the program get over the top. Mm-hmm. All right? I mean, he's executed his plan. No, you're right. I mean, I don't think every year – I don't think it's healthy every year to go get 18 transfers. I mean, that, right. that, that, that doesn't – I don't know. I mean, maybe they could prove me wrong, but I will say but, – but, but the last thing I'd say, Strick, is – it doesn't offend my senses too much if you're a heavy portal team. I mean, if, if that's your M.O., especially at a place like Nebraska, where I don't know, there's different thoughts on this, but I, I'm in the camp that says it's hard to recruit to Nebraska. I, I've just always felt that yeah. way. There's challenges. Mm-hmm. And if that's, if that's your sort of if that's what you hang your hat on, I'm not offended by it. It doesn't bother me as long as there's a healthy mix. Yeah, yeah. So on the basketball side, um, what, what, uh-huh. what are you – based on what Fred has been able to amass as far as talent, what he allowed to go, um, and then what he's recruited and brought in, what, what would you expect their identity to be for this, this upcoming team? Because that's the one thing that Nate and I are talking about uh, here on the block is – they need to. They need to have some form of identity. We need to be able to see something, and uh, and and what that outcome would be able to to show and prove. Because when we watched them last year, Sip, it, you had a hard time finding out anything that they just did well, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, how would you like to see that based on this team that they put together? It's too early to say, um, but I will say, except there's pieces you can. I'm not dodging your question because yeah, yeah. there are. There are and now listen. There are elements that are crystallizing. Sam Greasel and Fred's comments about Sam, the you know the transfer uh, guard. Fred is saying now, and you know in media interviews, that he's going to have the ball in his hand a lot. There's your point guard. Okay, mm-hmm. now that that you know is an is a is an element that's crystallizing you know that Mm -hmm. okay you also know that that fred is sort of changing changing his mo in mid-flight that the first three years he's nine and 50 in the big (laughs) all right (laughs) clearly he's decided what i'm doing isn't working and i gotta i gotta maybe first of all have the whole staff recruit second of all maybe change the sort of the I'm looking for the right word kind of the profile the profile of the player we recruit maybe it's not all about 
star power. Mm-hmm. And it's more about how are, how are these players going to fit together. And by the way, another element that's crystallized that you can talk about is he's it looks like he's he's well he's going to lean harder on the defensive end a little bit mm-hmm. that he wants that I guess the the kind way to put it guys is he <laughs> I'll put it in a kind manner since it's June that he he wants a more well-rounded team okay mm-hmm. uh, a team that actually is more mindful of defense it's been a poor defensive team but look what he's recruited I mean, Blaze Keita is a good defender, mm-hmm. um, junior college transfer. He recruited that kid from SMU mm-hmm. who loves to play defense. Mm-hmm. The kid from Alabama, Alabama. who mm-hmm. loves to play defense. Those are dogs on yeah. the defensive yeah. end. And so, I He's mean, been listening I don't know to Stricky. recruited those guys. <laughs> Str- Stricky said, "We need that. We need dogs. We need we need some some Rottweilers in the, in the trenches." So he yeah, he Dude, went does, got that. Does Nathan know what a Rottweiler you were? Does he have any idea? I don't think I don't I think Nate knows the full the full scope, but I think he kind of gets a, a, a little tidbits of it every now. Turn and on and some tape. Turn on some YouTube and watch Eric Strickland. When you think of, and I don't mind saying this, I don't mind saying it in front of Eric. I don't mind saying it because it's, I mean, it's, it's real. He was the ultimate dog in Nebraska basketball. From what I've seen since ni- the 19, no, I started covering it in 91. Um, ultimate dog. I mean, there's been other dogs for sure. I mean, Benson Hamilton was a dog on the defensive end. There's been, there's been other guys, but no. <laughs> I don't know. Has there been anybody else that was assigned to Kobe Bryant? And I mean, start listing them, Eric. I mean, it's the guys yeah, that you were yeah. assigned to. You know? Yeah, you, you shoot. Everybody's best, uh, <laughs> best opportunity yeah. or all star. <laughs> you just pretty yeah, right. much uh, list that down. Uh, there. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, you That's know good. a dog when you see one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to look up some film now. You gotta be ready to run through a brick wall. Uh, Steve Sipple with on three dot com early break. Sipple. I, I kind of want to go back to the football side, and it, obviously, Caden McIntyre is a big topic of discussion for fans right now. A Nebraska kid, he's not going to go to Nebraska. Another big one that I'm looking at now is Malachi Coleman. That's that's kind of the big name that's been yeah. buzzing, four-star receiver. He's literally in, in Nebraska's backyard. He's from Lincoln. If you lose him to another school, is that when maybe you would get a little bit concerned about the in-state recruiting? Oh, I mean – there's a a distinction to be made Nathan I would say this it would be a gigantic loss and a major disappointment yeah um and I don't know that I I take that next step and worry about in-state recruiting again and I need to do it before my show tomorrow but I got to look at Frost track record and put it down in numbers Mm -hmm. you can do it Mm -hmm. it's it's strong and his in-state recruiting is strong Mm -hmm. it's not okay it's strong now, at what there is going to be a point though where, you know, you lose the top three kids in the class from, you know, all Omaha kids. Um, it was either last year or the year before. You lose that. Right. Then if you lose the number one kid in the state that's go, that attends Lincoln East, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's a major loss. But I don't know if I'd just go to that next step that say, that says they're not recruiting well in state. They just signed three high-profile offensive linemen from the state of Nebraska. Um, they're, they're hitting at a high level in the state. So, But I'll tell you what, yeah, I mean, my eyes are on Malachi Cole. That's mm, the sort everyone. of player 
that you you definitely need to lock in. And I, you know, Mickey Joseph. I don't think he's going to let. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Seth. <laughs> I don't think Mickey Joseph is going to lose that one. Uh, you know, he's he's been that good in solidifying that type of talent. I think I don't. I I just don't see. I knew Mickey when he was here on campus, and yeah, I just don't see that one. <laughs> but Mickey, it when it comes to dogs. Yeah. Mickey is a dog. Yeah. I mean, he on the recruiting trail, he's a dog. He wants to put a fence around Nebraska. He talks about it all the time. Yeah. I guarantee you guys, this isn't a good day for Mickey. I mean, Mickey's not going to be happy. It's not a good day for Barrett, uh, Rude. Um, but I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I, I mean, I think I think those guys, Barrett has perspective. You know, you, you're going to lose some, you know. Mm. And I'd have to – I don't know. I'd have to – I'm going to have to look at this one a little closer. I haven't. I've been writing about the offensive line for the last three hours. Sip, I still think – and I just said it in the last segment. I still think, man, that it's too early. I think as a young player like him, he's got the goggles on. And there's a a game that's going to happen, and I'm sure he's going to be at, right? And – there's easy an opportunity for decommittal. If Nebraska comes out and has a tremendous season, one of them being a, a win against Oklahoma at home in an impressive fashion, there could easily be a de- decommittal. In that well, situation. that's the thing too, Nathan. You don't in, in strict too. You don't want to overreact to anything. Yeah, right. Because of that. Because of that. It, I mean, what if what if on June, mid June, and mid June, we're saying that the collapse of the program is imminent because Cade McIntyre chose Oklahoma. And then it ends up that Cade McIntyre doesn't even choose Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. then we just all look like morons. So I, I don't, I don't want to, I, I just don't get into that. We'll see what happens, but I don't know. I think, I think what I would say is look at the track record of this staff in the state. And it's not as bad as it seems sometimes. I think a big part of it, too, with Malachi Coleman, and maybe you can answer this question, Sip, is I can't remember the last time someone had so much attention in the state of Nebraska to go to the state of Nebraska. I mean, for crying out loud, every media outlet in town was at a press conference of him talking about his visit at Nebraska. He wasn't even committing, and, and, and all eyes are on him. Obviously, already has NIL deals out of high school. I mean, there's just so much attention on this kid. And I think the fan base has gravitated towards him so much, it would just be a huge blow not to get him at this point. Yeah, it would. I mean, I'm not going to diminish that. I mean, it, those are the kind of players that I've seen too often, Malachi Coleman's getting off the Texas bus, mm-hmm. getting off the Oklahoma bus, getting off the Ohio State bus. Now you have a chance to lock one down. And I lock one down and – you know, I will say this: Nebraska's skill position players and their their it's their profile have, have has improved in the last year in the last few years. Mm-hmm. But again, I would say Malachi Coleman is the kind of kid. I mean, he's a player, and he looks yeah. like the mm-hmm. real deal yeah. getting off the bus. You know, and yeah, it, it, there's no doubt. I mean, we're we're all going to be watching that one, and we're all going to be watching it until mid December because I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think Malachi Coleman is going to make a decision until then. And sure, that'll mm-hmm. be a very big day when mm-hmm. he does. Good. Yeah, I'd completely agree. Sip, if people want to get more great content from you, how can they do so? Uh, I cover Nebraska sports for on3.com. Um, it's easy. It, it, and by the way, 
uh, for the Nebraska coverage on on3.com. It's just $1 for the year right now. And, and, you know, I think we're up to 6,500 subscribers already. Are you going to feed your family with that, Sip? That's ridiculous. What's that? It's a dollar? How are you feeding your family? It's a steal. <laughs> well, it's, on three, all I do is win, plan. win, win, no matter what. Yeah, for <laughs> real. dollars don't all go in my pocket, right. trust me. Um, but, yeah, we have a, there's a good plan, and it's, uh, it's working out well so far. I got to go read about this McIntyre development, though. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Sip. All right. God bless you both. Yep. See you later. Have a good one. That was Steve Sipple on 3.com. Great coverage for him there. Also, you can catch him on early break, 6 to 8. So, uh, also helps us out here at the ticket. But make sure you stay with us because we are going to play some shootout with Strick. It doesn't matter if box here or not. I can go ahead and ask the questions. And we need you to call. 402-464-5685 is the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Strick's go. already warming up. So... He's, uh, he's already feeling pretty it's good. It's a new now. week, baby. It is a new week, so maybe we can get some boom shakalakas going uh, for you or with the listeners. And our topic today is going to be the NBA Finals. So if you are trying to beat an NBA vet at his own game, make sure you call now, 402-464-5685. That's the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We will have Shootout with Strick next on the block, 937 The Ticket.